Bonus. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been assassinated. Um, that was so targeted. It was so accurate. It was brutal. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pack Your Mics, uh, the Top Show podcast from the Crimson Room. This is a very special bonus episode uh, between seasons. I'm Alex, your host, uh, joining me uh, and always here to support me in los angeles it's megan hey buddy hey <laughs> also joining us in northern california it's ez and sarah and moana hi hey make way <laughs> also in uh in brooklyn new york it's chris and tanya hey guys Did you almost say seattle no i almost oh, said okay. northern california again. i just almost read the same line oh okay hey. everyone's moving oh, there hi. you guys are in seattle it's so nice oh it was so much closer <laughs> sorry this is, this is fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a good way to start it. well i, I still live in brooklyn so moving on yeah we, we uh, love it here <laughs> also and then running on our panel uh also in los angeles it's new sarah and kyle hey guys there's only one rule here the floor is <laughs> <laughs> all right so surprise we're back um we got we at the end of last season we talked about what we were going to do next and we had so many great suggestions overwhelmingly people voted for everybody okay yep sorry gravity <laughs> dropping things they just want more drops on mic that's what they want we're giving mic drop um all right uh we so overwhelmingly people voted for a another top chef season so we're gonna and, and specifically the votes were for top chef season 10 so we're going to be starting next week our rewatch club. We're going to go through it like a normal season. We're going to watch season 10 one week at a time. Uh, it's available on Hulu if you want to watch along with us. It should be an interesting one. I rewatched it fairly recently and have so many thoughts, and I can't wait to share it with all of you. Most importantly, we're going to get a lot of good Seattle input from half our panel being from Seattle. So, boop, boop. which was, you know, the good old days. Alex, um, before you do the rewatch, should you do a dewatch where you watch it all backwards to erase it from your brain? Oh, um, no, you know that's a great to the Black Lodge. <laughs> or is a dewatch su- where you just watch all of Deadwood in one sitting to just get real confused? <laughs> <laughs> These are great suggestions, but you you guys are missing the fact that everything I watch goes immediately out the other side. Oh um, yeah, so I don't, which is the back of my head, not down. Anyway, um, I. <laughs> The point is I retain so little of what I take in that I don't have to do a D-watch. I vaguely remember season 10. Should we just like maybe take a magnet and like just rub it around your brain just just for, for good for good measure? I feel like someone is doing that to me all the time. Uh, I don't know if this is like if like being in your 30s just means being constantly degaussed, but it's happening. <laughs> oh my god. Or alternatively is Megan gauss you. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I, that is... Oh, this I is mean, it took some be... work to get... Yes, we're all very spicy today. <laughs> it's a spicy pod. So yeah, we're it's talking sort of a about loose improvisational feel, you know. <laughs> before before we jump back into season ten and degauss ourselves, one thing uh, that came out uh, of our long email thread about what to watch uh, was uh, that there's a bunch of crappy, throwaway, sportsy kind of summer shows that come out around now that we all have some thoughts on. There's so many of them. And uh, so 
we decided that before we jump into the season, we're just going to kind of we're going to have a special bonus where we just talk about the summer slop TV that we have been enjoying and or have suggestions on how to fix sort of a, how are we currently spending our summer vacation type episode. Can it sort of be like uh, summer camp? Like these are all the activities like we've done. Oh man, some of them are fun, but also like is Venus Williams at our summer camp? I don't know if I feel I like mean, I've worked hard enough for that. The equivalent of Venus Williams was at my summer camp and that was a zip line. <laughs> Wait, that's the physical equivalent so of Venus Williams of oh, rubs courses, yeah. The popularity equivalent and ah. intimidation equivalent, like I'd as a 13-year-old I'd be as scared of a zip line as I am as an adult of Venus Williams. <laughs> Yeah, guys, I do not want to have to return her serve. No. Yeah, for sure. Did you guys all sure go to summer camp? No, 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 no. I think I think I went to like a, a a lot of day camps. Yeah, yeah, I did a few day camps, but I never did a full like summer camp that would have had a zip line. I did one year of summer camp. It was complex. You did oh, wait, no, I did horse camp. I did horse. You did horse camp. I did horse camp too. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, if we're expanding what camps we did, I guess I should mention for the millionth time that I did go to string quartet camp. Didn't you so. also do Latin camp? Uh, no. No, okay, that was... <laughs> no, we went to, I went to Latin conventions, Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was a lot of quid pro quo. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was a member of the JCL, the Junior Classical League. And that's enough peeking behind this curtain. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you guys should talk about horse camp. How long was horse camp? How was it a day camp or was it a, a full? It was mine, way? Oh, mine was like, mine was a Girl Scout camp, and mm-hmm. that was always a week, so nice. it was yeah. an option at the Girl Scout camp. But you could do horse camp. Mine was a and, week sleep away. Um, I think it had a Jesus aspect. Looking back, yeah. on it. oh, mine definitely had a Jesus aspect. Oh, was it Wait. like Jesus took the reins? Like what was yeah. the? <laughs> <laughs> and, and only in retrospect that you understood that. How interesting! I, you know, I was there for the horses. Uh, a sneaky Jesus. <laughs> That's how they get you. Sneaky Jesus camp. No, it's like everyone who didn't go to church but also read all of the C.S. Lewis Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe situation yeah so what role was horse in jesus camp or what role was jesus in horse camp depending on how you spin it um you took writing lessons and then you had bible study wow yeah much i think honestly when you're working with children and like full-sized horses it's probably good not to add too much to the equation (laughs) because there's a lot of risk at play already (laughs) yeah i was gonna say did you get kicked no, I didn't get kicked. One of my horses really liked to run very much, and he tried to jump a fence with me on him. That was exciting. Oh, my God. That is exciting. But he was nice. I mean, he was you, just like, this you is get what you want. What do you mean? Sorry, I don't to derail too big, but uh, what do you mean tried to jump a fence? Like, got stuck? Or like, what? No, he was like, he w- I like nudged him to go into a trot. You know, you're like working on your faces yeah, yeah, yeah. like you do. Hello, horse people. But then like he was like, great. I- all I've wanted to do all day is just run and jump this fence. Does that sound like fun to you? And I'm like, no, Ribbon, it does not sound like fun to me. <laughs> and so I got him stopped right before he like did like a dead stop like at. The oh, fence. OK. Did you okay. fly oh, off? Good for you. No? no, I did hit his neck very hard. Oof, ouch. Oh, Ribbon. Did he go straight? Ribbon I mean, that's part for the course. If Ribbon is going to pull moves like that, Ribbon's going to know the consequences. Yeah. The sting of child hands. He's going to get a child head in a helmet just right up on his neck. Oh, yeah. that horse was like not even aware I was on his back, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> also, Alex, Megan, I just want to say, like, I think you're overestimating how many children get kicked by horses at horse camps. Yeah. I think like their liability insurance would be through the roof 
if that was a oh, common occurrence. I got kicked by a horse, but not at horse camp. That's what I was remembering Someone was they getting kicked by a horse <laughs> oh, as a wow. child. But Dude, I, it was what not a horse. Part of you? Just my arm, my my wrist. I had a hairline fracture. It was oh horrible. no, Megan. I'm so sorry for minimizing your trauma. It's okay. You were douse lighting her. I have I haven't actually been on a horse since then, but I'm pretty sure I'm over it. In our life very often. Yeah, I think so. Opportunity. Yeah. Um so Sarah uh was actually a pretty big horse person uh back in the day as well. Yeah, so I, I know. I was just gonna say for the at least three people who have more significant horse experience on the podcast only one kicking experience not to minimize it either but i think i think that's actually like even more than usual because i rode for seven years and i fell off a million times but i was never kicked okay so so um, really horses like gravity do the work yeah yeah they don't they don't they don't, they don't dirty their own hooves they work smarter <laughs> not harder <laughs> Well, so this is our summer vacation camp. <laughs> this is our horse camp of a podcast today. Speaking of gravity um, and leverage. As you can tell, it might be a little tangential. It might um, be a sneaky Jesus also. <laughs> <laughs> and the second half of the podcast will be Bible study. But the important thing is that we are we're focused on, of all the crap that comes out in the summer, specifically, there's this genre that is sports adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we're talking about shows we could shows that we could mention but will not necessarily get into are shows like ultimate tag holy moly titan games game on floor is lava american gladiators don't american ninja warriors Beastmaster, battle bots maybe slam ball if we get far enough anyway there's a lot um <laughs> wipe out yeah oh yeah did i say wipe out you know jeez wipe out for sure, Wipeout. Man, how did I not even mention Wipeout? Uh, I discovered one, one just yesterday. Cannonball. Oh. <laughs> what is Cannonball? Bad. It's not do, good. Do you get shot out of a cannon into a pool and tuck your knees in? It's Well, it's not a cannon. You slide down the super high slide and then like it's... Oh, man. I, are we getting <laughs> into the point where we're explaining all these shows for our... I mean, each of them one. has a one-sentence explanation, so yeah, well, sure. One of the things that's great about them is usually that the concept kind of explains itself from the yes. title, but yes. Cannonball I've never heard of, so it's, this is on it's USA. Like, it's competitive water slides. So the idea oh is my God. 10 or so competitors each week, and each each round you like cut off one to two competitors based on who performs the worst. So the first thing is like you slide down, and you want to get shot off the slide as far as you can. And then there's various challenges afterwards that are like you ride a pendulum and try to land on a target or sure. you get shot off one of those blobs, but also catch a bunch of tennis balls in a net while you're in the air. Sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, wait. Can we just do like say all the like long term uh, elimination competition shows? Can we do like sort of like a decathlon type thing with a team where it's like you get someone like one cannonball person, one person from Top Chef, one person from like Project Runway. Oh, yeah. And like yeah, maybe like fun. America's Next Top Model, and they have to like go through all of them. And it's like whoever does the best of that team of four. Like I don't that's think that's how decathlon works. I think on decathlon you have to be good at multiple yeah, things. Yeah, I know. But you're doing like a relay. Decathlon, a relay, yeah. I like, but, but like I want everyone. Yeah, I want to, everyone has to do all of it and be judged together. And it's like sort of like the in, in aggregate, basically. And like the everyone has to like coach each other, basically, a little bit about you know what they're best at. Well, um, I, I I think we'll come back to this question because I'm kind of interested in which one of these we would be best at. But um, first, I think it's very important to tell you that Cannonball's tagline is get rich or dive trying. Uh, that's pretty good. Well, Not get wet, stay wet. 
It's not get wet, stay wet. Weird how they missed that. Um, so um, the first thing I think we need to do, though, is we need to name this genre because I don't know what the official name is for this. And I would like to refer to it in as few words as possible. So like summer slop athletic adjacent events is just not doing it for me. So competitive. What do you guys sports? Yeah. <laughs> sports. Uh, that's pretty I fun. Feel like got the, you know, competitive. Yeah. Competitive reality sport. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think reality sports. sports that could be it. Reality sports isn't bad. I think it's pretty clear. Um, we do some Z's in there, like you know, with the sports. The reality with sports with a Z, oh, sure. Of reality Z, sports. You know, it's not real. Yeah, I think yeah, our yeah. listeners were already spelling it with Z's. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, with two Z's? You mean Z at the beginning and the end? Sports. sports? sports. <laughs> you know, let's just right, call well, it sports. We're sports. definitely calling this reality <laughs> sports. It sounds now. like sports, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I mean, I assume the real reason why these do ex- why these sports exist is because um, there's just not as many real sports in the summer. I yeah think we have also we it's just have fun to watch people not do stuff so good. <laughs> but we only like watching people not do stuff so good in the summer. It's never like oh it's October. Let's watch people not do stuff good. Yeah, well, no. they, they release a lot of episodes of Nailed It in the fall and over the holidays. Yeah, so that's I mean, true. Those indoor not doing stuff is good. That I makes actually sense. have a theory about this. I'm wondering sure. if TV programming started following the same logic as film programming. Where yes. like summer's the time for your big spectacle things where people want to take their brains off a little bit because they're on vacation. But yeah. in the fall, that's where you get start getting all the awards contention in. So they pack all the prestige TV in too to also fit with like the Emmy and Golden Globe schedule. Oh, yeah. That doesn't sound like a theory so much as you know things. Yeah, well, I, I always had a theory that it was the summer replacement stuff because, um, you know, people are outside in the summer. They're not going to get as many eyeballs in the evenings. And also the the large scripted shows are on break. So they have the shows that are cheap to produce and don't need writers. Probably both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, also, they, if you want to have a gig hosting one of these type shows, this is the, like they produce them really fast and like in a time when everyone's on break. Yeah. So you can actually get a host who just has to like run in for a couple of weeks and do a bunch of like, hey, it's me. Yeah, blah, that's blah, a great point too. Blah, blah, on the course of blah, blah. Yeah. It's All right. a thing so, where you don't have to watch every episode. It's a thing where like, oh, I'm not doing something this Tuesday. I'll put on... Uh, holy moly and just like you don't have to remember something that happened before or after. except you should watch every episode of holy moly oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm like, we're down to like only a couple episodes that we haven't seen and i'm now starting to like hoard them Hoardy morty Hoardy morty going all Hoardy morty on holy moly you guys uh all right so let's let's get a this sounds like a good time for a feels dump so kyle i'd like you to start us off about this whole genre because the sports genre um you started the you you said specifically I have some strong opinions. So lay out your feelings on sports and an open statement. Also, Kyle you, is is basically our sports shaman. Like I feel like yeah. he, he and Sarah together have really uh, shown the lights on where we should be going. And, uh, <laughs> thank you. We thank you so much. Yeah, um, I, I'm very excited. So get us started, Kyle. You can just do a little feels dump. He doesn't have to yeah, have the the authority feel, of an opening statement. Uh, my feels dump is like. Inherently, sports are bad, and it's a diamond <laughs> in the rough when, like, you get a show that transcends like these awful ideas and is actually like genuinely entertaining. Uh, like, they all follow the same rhythms. Like, so many of the shows we're going to talk about have the same problems, where they're like trying to get like ten minutes of content and making it last forty-five minutes. Sure, no kidding. Uh, but like, 
they're inherent. The spectacle of it is great. Like I watched um, uh, most extreme challenge, like when I was in high school. And, oh like, yeah, loved I remember, it. I remember the most extreme challenge. It was like the show that inspired Wipeout. It was like a Japanese. Uh, oh, this is show the Japanese game show. Yeah, yeah, 80s, yeah. Nineties and like they just dub over it. But I didn't care about the dubbing. It's just watching these absurd challenges. And then like I grad like once Wipeout started, I love watching that. But they've sort of. It's, it's you either go the wipeout route or the American Gladiators route with the stuff we're going to talk about, where it's either talking about like average people doing impossible things and getting wrecked, or people who are super fit doing like truly absurd things that are equal parts like inspiring and epic, and also like very like Black Mirror creepy, and how it's just like putting these like insanely fit people through. Like watching them fall apart in front of you is kind of disturbing. So that's a great place to start as far as distinction goes. So yeah, I think there's like two camps of this. One is like ordinary Americans getting wrecked, and the other one is uh, is like they're they're like expert athletes, but not in the thing they're doing. So like Amer- American right. Ninja Warrior is like parkour people and a lot of dentists who are really good at rock climbing, well, CrossFit and- Games competitors, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there's like there's Which like is these basically odd... Titan Games also. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Titan yeah. Games is the same way. Um, Beastmaster is the same thing. I don't know if you guys have watched Beastmaster, but it's just oh, Netflix. I oh. watch Beastmaster every show. Um, but uh, yeah, it's same thing where it's like trying to be like. So those are sort of pro esque. So do you guys like a pro or an am? Which way do you prefer to watch? I like an am as long as they're a true. So I like the ams that I feel like are really being themselves, and I yeah. think that's why. I kind do you have of any examples? Up- well, yeah. there's a lot of good people on Holy Moly, I feel like. Just Holy Moly. Like my gem, the <laughs> true gem of all of these shows. Holy, Holy Moly strikes a perfect balance between like comedians who live in Irvine and like grandparents <laughs> from like Oklahoma who just genuinely love playing mini golf with their grandkids. And, and, and Holy Moly also golf. does have pro golfers, though. And so they're one of the only golfers. shows that does swing yeah. back and forth between pro and am and elegantly. And also funny. the. Yeah, but it's but this is the and it's also a good intersection because like yes they are ridiculously good at mini golf but they are not necessarily good at a zip line and you get to see them try both. Well, that yes. zip line also that zip line accelerates into the pole, which is one. Yeah, of it's the a power zip line. About the whole show, it's like <laughs> as soon as you realize that the zip line stops halfway through and then rockets you at like a hundred miles an hour straight into a pole, you realize how good that show really is. <laughs> There's no watching people in like kind of golf costumes costumes scramble up a slopey hill that's covered in glycerin oh, <laughs> oh my god well so so right. yeah so this can is the talk, getting wrecked part can we which start, is that, oh. can we just yeah, break down right. holy moly because i think like we're we're talking around it yeah yeah okay, it okay, sounds okay, like holy moly is, is is everybody it's gonna be the fan favorite already from the show um i know that the genre of sports is up my alley a lot and Megan does not normally care for it. This was the one show that I put on that you were distracted from your work enough to watch along with me. Uh, yes. And this is why weekend grocery uh, prep, not my actual not work. work work. Very yeah. true. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was uh... that like, like ultimate tag. You couldn't have given a shit that it was happening in front oh, of you. I love ultimate and, tag. Ultimate tag. What? Okay. Oh, the Watts brothers. Oh, I okay. Had. So we'll make. So, <laughs> guys, let's focus. Focus. Holy moly! Holy but maybe moly, that's holy because moly. maybe that's because uh, Ultimate Tag is a little more on the athlete side, 
Um, but holy moly, completely distracted you and you laughed a lot and had a good time. Yeah. So I think that's a, a good tell. And and Holy Moly has been my favorite of these shows for a bit. Um, Best announcer duo out of all sports. For sure. The announcing team of a professional golf, golf announcer and Rob Riggle is so incredible for this show. Um, I uh, So yeah, so so Holy Moly, if you haven't watched it, is... Um, is it Fox? Um, ABC. ABC, yeah. It's That's ABC. They brought in Chris Harrison to terrorize us last right. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. We watched the Chris Harrison episode yesterday. Um, so Holy Moly is a miniature golf sports show with a wipeout element. So you do ex- ex- insane mini golf holes, and then they wreck you and throw you in the water. And you technically get a one-stroke penalty, but m- like like the ziplines, for example, it's not achievable. <laughs> They, they just you zip line into a pole, and if you miraculously hold on to the pole, you don't lose a stroke, but you can't, and so you just get hit in the face with a wooden pole and then dropped in the water, and no, then you have to I've continue putting. It, it has happened. Yeah, a few it has happened. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. survived the pole, yeah. which is like yeah. the best part because Rob Riggle and Joe Tessitore lose their mind. It's like, oh my god, they yeah. giggle so much though. Oh, I love it yeah. when, they, when they just like they're giggle pussies. Everybody's having fun when yes. the crazy Japanese game show style obstacles just wreck people. Yeah, the uh, on the on the Chris Hansen episode there's also one where the the women had to run by 10 porta potties and then one door would ra- oh randomly oh, no, open and No, all the doors hit you. open. <laughs> you hit, all yeah, they, all, they all open and one of them hits you in the face and there's no place to hide on that piece of grass. So oh, they just wreck you in the face with a fake door and then throw you in the water yeah unless you're an ncaa division one class sprinter you can't make it past all the doors yeah well that's the thing that's so great about holy moly is most of the apps you watch people not succeed at the challenges and so then sometimes when people do it is yeah exhilarating yes. you're like and you did it you sprinted past all the porta potties and then you but mostly they just like fish you out of the water and then wet you have to putt again and then the putting is fine um yeah so and then the putting is yeah and fine. then it always and it always seems like it's both windy and cold yeah whenever like they're here oh, for like, sure because they all film at night golf costume just they're ready to go i think they film in like december or january for that show oh, i'm yeah, pretty sure between like tv filming so they get all yeah. the crew that like films yeah while the tv shows are on break and they just spend like two or three weeks they're probably in like the Coachella Valley somewhere, like freezing their asses off in the high desert, like at 3 a.m. to get these shots. A lot of these shows do film like at night, too. I know that American Ninja Warrior exclusively films overnight for whatever reason. So I went and watched part of a taping in Denver one year at like two in the morning where they just and I I mean, they're there. It's like in front of the Capitol, but it's just like from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. We're out Ninja Warrioring, which is so strange, but it would certainly make golf colder because it's night. Mm. and you're getting thrown in the water and hit in the face um so holy moly has a few things as far as like i guess this is how i i sort of break these shows down is sort of like there's like a bunch of tropes that you have to do and you either do it well or badly and like so i think the main tropes are the the stories of the ordinary americans or the warriors but like the story behind it um the hosts the set design and then um how they wreck you i guess is what i would say um so set design on holy moly is terrific incredible but it's yeah. the it's incredible che- ridiculous insane things that are very fun it's cheap in a very like knowing way because like 
with the floor is lava. The set design is incredible with like the detail they have, but like, holy moly smart to like not put that level of polish, but have the exact right level of like scope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Their bigness is really is really key. They know you just have to put enough horsepower behind a padded Dutch windmill and just watch people get wrecked <laughs> by it. Oh my god. The Dutch windmill looks achievable in a way that the pole and the porta potties do not. I feel like you could probably do it the windmill. It looks achievable. It's it like a carnival game so because good. they also increase the number of blades between season one and season two from four yeah. to five. And yeah. that decreases all reaction time like crazy. So and the second one goes slower. So like the first one right. gets pretty much everyone, but the second one a lot of people get through because they're like, I don't we don't need to give these ladies two concussions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a question, y'all. Uh yeah. so I have a tough time with a lot of the, like the physical pain uh, shows. Mm, yeah. Does anyone feel any guilt about enjoying these or um, so, are you cool with this? This is such a great question. I think it's, it's very important. So my, my feeling on this is that I don't enjoy pain, but I do enjoy people getting hit by a padded thing and falling in the water because it doesn't seem like it hurts that much. So the thing that really bums me out about Flora's Lava is that they are Every edge in that room is hard and sharp. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. It's such an unsafe environment. Holy moly is actually, as far as any of these things go, pretty safe. It's all really padded. The wind yeah. is the only thing where you get hit with a ton of force. And like even that zip line it's is really incredibly pushing padded. You over. Uh, yeah. And and the water is obviously very deep. And as we saw in the last episode, sometimes they have lifeguards, although usually for comedic effect. Yeah, yeah. The and Wipeout is like that where it, it everything is like everyone the thing about Wipeout is that no one gets through the course. You're not supposed to like you don't win from you don't win dry. No one goes through the thing dry and not muddied. Everyone gets wrecked on Wipeout, but the everything you get hit with is padded, is squishy and you fall into water and mud and it's just gross but it's not painful the ones where it looks like it hurts like floor is lava i cringe i cringed a lot with people hitting edges or landing on their knees on a rock and yeah it's just awful floor is lava has a lot of ideological problems i will say (laughs) so the premise of the game is just so yes we'll come back to this we'll come back to that next let's let's do floor is lava next but um does anyone else have any disagreements about or other thoughts about the pain and the embarrassment and the well, I guess with specifically with Holy Moly, I also think like people people seem so genuinely excited to be there and they have yeah. a skill that they get to show off. So even though they do like, you know, go in the drink a fair amount, like there's there's sort of this like redeeming aspect that I feel like balances it out. Like they know what they're getting into. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, that makes it feel a little less ridiculous when they get like beamed with stuff. I yeah. feel, felt worse in Holy Moly on the love episode for the women who got who were wearing like eyelash fake eyelashes that came off in the water or like yeah. they had to do a lot more makeup that's and also that was the requirement to be on that episode because they were making yeah. fun of the bachelor and the other thing yeah. is holy moly it feels like everyone is in on the joke like yeah. yes. if everyone is there to like have a they make them pick like their own goofy like nickname like everyone's talking heads they're like talking up how bad they, like what a badass they are at mini golf like it seems like everyone's there to like fall in a pool and have a good time it's a bit of a parody of the other shows where they do that very seriously where like american ninja warrior is like he's the outdoor ninja and then he's got a hat or whatever but he's like very seriously into being the outdoor ninja right he has like a hat and also a niece who inspires him and you have to yes exactly right exactly and and holy moly is not doing the sob story element which is so common in these but also my least favorite part 
And for those of, of our audience who's not seen Holy Moly, I mean, it's yes, obstacles, but then there's also just like crazy challenges where it's just like, yeah, make a 12 foot putt. And then they reveal that there's like a distracting marching band or a, you know, whatever. Oh, you're literally on I fire. Down under. I lost my fucking mind when I. Oh, yeah, that was down funny. Down <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, try to make this while like shirtless Australian Muslim men are just dancing around you. They're dancing at you. Yeah. Well, and then and then in the in the love episode, they literally light you on fire. So you're wearing a fire suit, and dragons. There's like oh, dragon yeah, statues they, yeah. that shoot fire, and you're wear you're wearing a, a fl- uh, flame flame proof suit, and then also very flammable cape on top of that. So you're just your clothes are on fire, and you're putting. Yeah. So it is. It's very f- silly, and none of them are hurt. They're all just like smiling and goofy and having a good time. So. I think that one works. Let's talk about Flora's Lava, oh! which it sounds like we have a lot more concerns we about. Have, we have some we more. saw this one. Yeah. Now, Flora's Lava, what, just to quickly summarize, it's yes. uh, you got to get from the entrance to the exit of a set that is done up to look like a room in a house with different furniture. However, they've filled you know the room up to a point with, quote unquote, lava, which is like red bubbly water. A proprietary lava blend. Yeah, and you're <laughs> and the, in a team and the of people. Of, the oh, the depth ahead. of the water is sort of a question because people who fall in the water are never seen again. <laughs> well, yeah, it's yeah, it's some cheeky disappear. editing. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's obvious that they sort of just like raise their hand, the camera cuts. They, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But but it's enough yeah. that you can go under and disappear, uh, yeah, which I enjoy yeah. about it. Yeah, and um, then you know, there's a couple of little like you know, you pull this rope and the chandelier drops, or you know, yeah, there's like a slight puzzle room aspect to it. Yeah, um, and like the idea of a puzzle room floors lava challenge to me sounds like maybe the most fun type of challenge to do with friends because I like a yeah. I like an escape room, I like a light physical challenge, but yeah. it is brutal. The announcer is very grating, oh, and all of the so uh, all the obstacles are hard edge, sharp corner, yeah. <laughs> like. You do a lot of landing on your knees on a prop rock, and, and I hate that. Pads on of any kind. Nope. No, also surprising. It's just like these derps and shorts, like jumping from like <laughs> one coffee table to a vanity for yeah. no reason. Like, I just don't understand. So it's one of those sports that I wish was better than it is. And also, yeah, everyone, everyone on the show is given the direction of you have to be the funniest person alive, mm. yeah, nonstop. Like it's it's a oh, it, it was so yeah. like there's nothing that's fun to watch. I would so, say my biggest problem with it is that they spent 15 minutes explaining the game at the top of the episode. Like it's very easy to get. It is a game we all played as children. But yeah, the like, beautiful like, thing that you have detail. is that you show me the graphic, tell me the name, we all get it. Yeah, and yeah. yet. And you that, explain it to me. It, and then they explain it to the people in the And then you explain it to the contestants and we have to watch that. Like, we just heard you. It, like, they explained the game three times in the first half of the first episode. And I was like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm out. I don't want to see this. And it's because, like Kyle was saying earlier, they don't have enough content to fill an episode of television. That's exactly no. right. That's the show. As soon as you said that, I was like, you're talking about Flores Lava, where yeah. they take 10 minutes of film and make an hour long episode. Well, only, um, the episodes are only 30 minutes. They, oh, feel like, they just feel like 45 minutes long extremely long when they're like wait there's another team that we have to see and there's also something about like you if you have the course explained to you and then you watch a team do the course you've basically already seen the course twice and then watching yet another team like try to figure the course out like i'm already bored of the course <laughs> like, yeah 
this is not interesting anymore, especially when it's people who are all over the spectrum in terms of ability. So you have like somebody who's just like hanging out on a ledge for like many minutes in a row being like, I'm probably going to have to jump at some point. I'll definitely jump. And you're like, this is why, why is this? Yep. 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 Okay. So if I'm, if we're going to break this, I I think actually to go back to my trope list, I'm going to, I'm going to say there's four, the four main tropes are set design, the gameplay itself, the host and the ordinary Americans. So on floor is lava. We agree the set design is pretty great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Other than the yeah. dangerous corners, I mean, it looks incredible. Well, yeah, it looks great. the 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 look of the rooms, the fact that the game is set up where you can literally pull on anything. It's not like only touch red things or not. What like the only rule is floor is lava. Is it which is also very annoying because they start like there's only one rule. The floor is lava. Then why did you explain the course? And they let we like get it. Just go rules. play. Just go touch stuff. We'll figure it out. Anyway, um, so set design, super good. The game itself, it sounds like, not that great. It's not fun to watch people do this course that many times. No. No. Um, I have to say, like, just to be a little picky, like, if the floor really is lava, why does the lava bubble so high that at some points it, like, fully engulfs people while they're on the item? Like, it sort of defeats the purpose of, like, like, yeah, that's air avoid the lava. <laughs> like people come out of this like covered in quote unquote lava, which like doesn't really make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. And so, so as as I'm pointing out, it's a, it's a double flaw. So it's not lava. It's just red water, and it's also not floor. So you've ruined your two premises. You gave your two <laughs> well, premises, so that, you made. and that is not the one rule. Then <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the the other thing about the courses is that like the puzzles are not hard enough or interesting enough where and also they clearly are told like hey just you know there's two ropes you can pull because everyone goes into the course and is like oh pull that and then the thing falls and then they're fine so it's not like the puzzle is exciting and it's not it's not like the actual landings or the things they're climbing on are that fun or interesting to watch it's just like a great image and then the show is kind of difficult and i I really wish that this had been like put back like it put like basically bubble us back uh to like the 90s and put on nickelodeon in like a like kid like safe way and have it be like 22 yes. minutes basically with commercials um oh the floor is gack oh. yeah. <laughs> well okay. i would be the floor is climb i would be so into this show a yes little detour real fast have you guys heard of the jedi temple challenge on youtube yes no. uh um, no legends of the hidden temple but with ahmed best uh Former Jar Bing, Jar Bing yeah. as a Jedi leading kids through like Jedi theme challenges just in the exact same structure oh, of Legends of the Hidden Temple. And it's on YouTube. And like it will if you like Star Wars, it will upset you so much that you can't be a child and audition for this. Oh, that looks I mean, Legends of the Hidden Temple was the show that my sisters and I always wanted to do. Yes. It's also that would hard been- as all get out. I it is hard, but it's it because I didn't want a man to pop out of a wall and grab me. I had nightmares about I mean, no one wants that. Distance. So scary. Yeah, that was really stressful to watch. So I cannot imagine being a child and having that happen to me. Wait, was didn't they all that one also had questions on it? Wasn't there also like a quiz element? There was a quiz at the top, and then you did the little yeah. like rowing, or maybe I don't remember. No, it was the second challenge. Yeah, because you did the little pull across the little river, and then there was like quiz, and then you go into the temple and you have to assemble the idol. No, then yeah, 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 yeah. That silver monkey oh. never comes together very quickly. <laughs> oh, I was like, that's the head. Don't put it in the torso spot. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much fog. Exactly right. We really are primed from childhood yes. to want sports in our lives. Yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, that, that was the sport that I, like the original sport for me. 
was Legends of the Hidden Temple. So yeah. this Jedi Temple thing looks great. I'm just like watching it right now. This is like this yeah, is it very much the fun. thing that I want. Charming uh, as um, hell. So just to wrap on, uh, I guess on floors lava. Um, Do we need the to? other two thing, things? Are ordinary Americans and hosts? Is it possible that the people on the show are worse? They're like, not how in a good it? direction, at least. It, yeah. I think the problem, and we we watched one and a half or one and a third episodes because we watched the first episode and like really did not have a great time. But we know someone who is on a later episode. Uh, oh, she's an improviser out here in L.A. And it's such a change of pace. It's like she's the first. It's the first pair that goes in like the second bedroom episode, and it's oh. Like, if you want to like actually see the potential of this show, you could watch that because just having like actual funny, charismatic people and she's like a good, a really good improviser, but like just having someone who's able to like be engaged and not like act like they're pretending and trying to be like the most yeah. extreme funny version of themselves is, is a lot more watchable. Like it's her. I totally, her I think it's, I think that's so interesting that I, I wouldn't have thought that like the casting of someone to go fall off a windmill is as important as it is, but both the casting and the directing seem like really crucial here. It's because they're essentially because the host is grading, but he's not engaging with them while they're going through the challenge. They have been given the directive to be narrating everything you're doing because they're yeah. essentially hosting their segment and it's yeah. it, it it is very bad. <laughs> have you guys? Do you guys know the guy, the person hosting? Have you heard of the person hosting no, Flores Lava? I was going to ask who who is this is man? It, he one of the guys yeah. from my brother, my brother and me. No, he's not. He sounds like it, but he's not. Oh, interesting. Oh, Which I would. Who who has a weirdly <laughs> complex name too that I do not remember, but yeah. I remember being like, "Wow, show business, please, <laughs> please, yeah, no so show so business." Rutledge Wood, he's an auto racing analyst, according to yeah. what? what? I, I, no, oh, he's one, he's hand, one but... of the top. He, okay, so he's one of the hosts of the American version of Top Gear. Oh my oh. god, guys, he's also he's also Mr. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood. No, oh. no. Yes. I can't believe this guy gets to hang out with Evan. He's Mr. Rachel Wood? Yes, that's the Are Wood part. Sure? This is very upsetting. I don't love any of this news. Wow. <laughs> she's incredible. And he... I know, she's so rad. Oh, my uh, God. Wow. Well, okay. Well, he has great guy. taste in wives. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. The, uh, wow. Um... Yeah, he's I not would great. See Evan Rachel would do Flores Lava now, though. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, for sure. The the thing also is like part of the fun of one of these games is watching people. If you like watching people get wrecked, and then the hosts kind of enjoy it. But like Rob Riggle has this perfect amount of giggle, and not oh gosh, and not just like <laughs> I am loving this before. shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. coming up with genuinely like, can't stop laughing. It's so delightful. It, it, the interstitials on Holy Moly are also great because, like, they pick the simplest, most straightforward gags, but because it's being delivered by a stone cold straight man and a very yeah. talented comedian, yeah, like and a it, genius, it's yeah, every time because, like, yeah. it's it, the delivery, the when they both like it, it's oh, it's it's perfect comp comedic chemistry. I would watch them in a movie. Did you guys see the episode where Zach Efron was watching? Yeah. <laughs> no. Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so wonderfully silly. Oh, sorry guys. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start call like a fact check on myself on this one. I think this is like a a Bing Bing error. I'm gonna say 
I don't, oh. I'm really questioning this because uh, Rachel Wood seems to have. Um, look, there might be another Rachel Wood. I guess that he is married to. I don't think this is Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, you? Oh, so, I mean, undo, undo all that. This is all yeah. No, fault. she's married to Jamie Bell. Well, oh, well that makes so much. That more makes sense. way more sense. Yes. It does. I like that Ooh, better for I her. Because like one of the props in Flores Lava is like a portrait of this guy, and I gotta say, he looks <laughs> like he sounds. Alex, not to not to <laughs> uh, edit you. Also, she was married to Jamie Bell. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, like, you're right. Ago. Three years. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so no one's married to anyone, uh, and, and let's keep on moving. <laughs> oh my God, Sarah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a well. You know, we we just hey, our anniversary, but I guess it's been fun. And uh, well, great news, you guys. Ra- uh, Rutledge Wood is available for either one of you. Wow, I'm not. Um, uh, <laughs> man, did you guys? Uh, did you guys see? Um, did you guys watch uh, what we do in the shadows? The show. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Evan Rachel Wood has a cameo in an episode and is very fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like her a lot, though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, go to the other side of the spectrum and like Titan Games, or what do you want to? <laughs> well, so I yeah okay. So you guys seem like you are very excited to talk about Titan Games from the email before, Ooh. and I want i was primed to like titan games and i watched one episode when it came out and could not get through it so what see i'm an ultimate tag person myself um oh yeah but... also couldn't get through ultimate tag so I, I'm, I'm open to both of these but let's start with titan games well, tell me about titan games alex which season of titan games did you watch the the first like i saw season one episode one no, okay, oh. here's, the thing. here's the thing because uh-huh. i also felt similarly blah about season one of titan games they changed the format dramatically for season two and it works oh. much much better Seriously? my memory was that in the first episode of the first season that it was so much explaining of mm-hmm. every challenge and then the challenge lost 15 seconds and then one of the people who we just spent 10 minutes meeting is eliminated mm-hmm. and then it was just so much talking and very little game well so, the second season makes it a tournament format. So you spend a lot okay. of time with everyone. Every episode has two men and two women uh, working and they to get to the final. They do multiple things together? Yeah, it's a best of three between the two men and two women. And then they face the Titan for their region. The Yeah, um, that's way better. I mean, that's my one thing. I, the only thing I would suggest we change about Holy Moly is I would just prefer fewer people playing more golf holes because I just get I just don't like meeting people. Um, <laughs> it's just exhausting. Um, well, it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, a lot not, of not not in filler. real life. In real life, come say hi. In on on reality show where we have to see their you know oh dad got a splinter 10 years ago and so this game is for him and like just the exhausting way that they introduce people on shows i just want fewer people especially titan games was like everyone had to have a sob story so, so the thing like, i did just for this go. one uh because i was like trying to get you know my homework in and doing like a little preview um okay. i i was watching on like apple tv and like it just skipped forward like 10 seconds and i just assumed that it was an effective like you know backstory and that i cared about them now so it's yeah. like <laughs> I'll just give it to you. I care. Just yeah, tell yeah. me they're on a show. Sure, sure, sure. I, like people yeah, on TV. I, I want yeah. you to win now. Great. No, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big help. I, no, season two, like it, it does move more, and you, you know, you get more games, and the games last a long time. We got some tug of wars and some various things that last like 12, 14 minutes of Whoa. these people just exhausting every muscle in their body. Huh? Uh, yeah. For the privilege to then go up against the big challenge, which. Yeah. Just- Never seems to make me laugh. Well, <laughs> the big like, challenge is essentially CrossFit aggro crag, if that makes sense. <laughs> <to our team. laughs> 
100%. Oh my God, the aggro crag. It it really is. It's it's called Mount Olympus and it's like six or seven distinct challenges that where you go up a hill, you descend down a hill, and then you have to pull a thing to smash a thing. And then, you know, you uh, turn a key. It's, and then maybe you defeat a former NFL player in the process. I have to say their, their remix of Greek mythology kind of gives me hives, but it is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That and the soundtrack of new inspirational new metal. Inspirational oh. new metal, which is a genre that like I wish I had better jokes about, but like every song is just like this like weird like stomp clap. You're going to climb a stool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, but I, I I am I'm impressed by how many songs they can dig up that like fit this. Yeah. This yeah. Shape. While they swing their legs into a giant nail or they're, <laughs> you know, I don't know, play tug of war with a pipe. It's- I will say this one has more of that sort of like physical pain wincy factor where yeah. like, you know, you get like little close-ups of like forearms and you're like, wow, guys, you really but they messed all- yourself up quite good on that one. But they all seem like <laughs> game. I would say that, you know, it's, it's pretty rare that the contestants don't seem game and know what they're getting into i will say it seems like they'd be working that hard like they'd working themselves like they'd be working out to the point of bleeding if they weren't doing a competition they seem yeah. right. so these are not these are more like ninja warrior type yes. yeah these are yes. not CrossFit ordinary americans there's CrossFit. yeah these yeah these are like crossfit champions or like former ncaa like whatever you there's know? Yeah. one episode where they they show like the audition process and it looks like it's like a, it basically is like a week long camp where they all like do a bunch of crazy stuff to like decide who gets to be on the show. And so the thing that's interesting about that glimpse is that you realize that like all the contestants know each other and like spent all this time together. So yeah. even though they're competing against each other, there is this element of like, I watched her like squat 5 million pounds and I cheered her on. So like in some way I kind of wanted her to do good. Like, there's just a, a more of a teamsmanship there that I think is cool. So this seems like this game is more than any other, or this show more than any other is trying to take the mantle of the old American gladiators that we uh, enjoyed together at one point. I do remember the reboot of American gladiators. I believe. What a time. Yeah. We talked a lot about that off well, the that, air, just like that as friends. No. Yeah. We really liked that show. Ultimate tag is a Hulkamania. way more uh, American gladiators. I, de- I agree with you. Yeah, I yeah. Agree Ultimate with you. Oh, has the characters because it has it has yeah, it has the characters, characters yeah versus the characters who are champions at their given yeah. thing. Whereas the Titans are allowed to like have like normal person personalities where they like watch the competitors and they're like, wow, that guy seems talented. Whereas like in uh, Ultimate Tag, it's like my character just screeches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing is if you win the crossfit agrocat you become the titan for your region so it's oh, sort that of is, that's very situation. much like american gladiators because that so, was the thing on the well, not at the end of a season just just even in the tournament you know oh. even episode by episode so you could have your your dwayne johnson selected athlete get eliminated in the first round and then it's just somebody you watched compete who is now oh, the that's champion. interesting so it's kind of like that yeah, also cool. that person might get to meet the rock which seems fun Everybody. everybody meets the rock. And- oh yeah, everybody try to rock. avoid meeting the rock on this show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's gonna pick up your child. He's gonna take your helmet off for you, which is something that me. he does every time. No, at no, the no. End. I, I think the buckles are tricky, and if your arms are jelly, like you could actually just like you just need like a professionally strong man to come over. <laughs> no, no. your helmet off for you. Actually, I think it's really nice. 
they um, don't have any PAs with the requisite finger strength to do the helmet removal. Only <laughs> executive producer slash host DJ is allowed to roam the floor for you. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about DJ. Yeah, yeah, that's my next question. So tell me oh, about DJ on the show. Let's talk about. It took me so long to understand that that was that was also the rock. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah, it should be no. DTRJ, but sure. As like a fan of the Fast and Furious and wrestling, like mm-hmm. I'm sure. a big fan of The Rock. In no property or interview or any sh- sphere of pop culture has Dwayne The Rock Johnson been called DJ other than the Titan Games. He, I think he's trying to make Fetch happen regarding DJ. I also okay. think that he, he is trying to consciously uncouple himself from The Rock as far as a character and become Dwayne Johnson. Well, that might America's be a legal I, thing I, where he has to not be the rock as much. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's just DJ doesn't work. And I'm like baffled that the Titan games is his like vehicle for introducing, like, or trying to make DJ pop. Well, look, okay. So look, I know people have tried to make a new nickname go in real life. And the, if, if I was going to suggest a way that it would act absolutely work is to executive produce your own game show where people are required to call you that all day. That seems like a solid plan. Should we, should we, should we go for like Duanjo instead? Ooh, I don't love Duanjo. I, I really don't want that at all. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of ways it could be worse. Can we call him John Dwayneson? I'm not. I'm a fan of John Dwayneson. Okay. <laughs> We got some options. I mean, it's um, tough also because he just is like such a supremely likable dude. Like, I just yeah. I can't. Even though he's doing this DJ nonsense, I'm still just like, wow. Yeah. And the announcers having go. fun. I love the casualness with he. He just gets to like walk around and be a fan of the competitors. Like when these games are going on, he is the only one roaming the floor, and he has a you know just mm. like commenting, "Hey, they're really trying out there. Yeah, go, buddy." And he's just trying to motivate and and you know spur people on and the announcers are, are way off in a booth and then they get to casually have a chat like oh yeah that was a good one yeah the thing i love about the titan games is that like i get to see people who are like really have done, put, put a lot of time in exercising and being fit more so than i ever have and like half of them lose and so i'm like hey i don't i could just like not do this and it's okay like i'd be in this yeah. situation not worth that's your takeaway I also I like it when when The Rock just talks about like sportsy knowledge sometimes where he'll just be like and and this is where like you're through this kind of endurance and now you're into this kind of endurance and it's all about lactic acid. I'm just like wow, <laughs> I was talking about the lactic acid. Lactic acid is like the fourth host of the Titan Games. <laughs> <laughs> it does come up a lot. Y'all, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, some of these games are like, there's a wall on a swing arm, and you just yeah. have to run at each other and see who can push this wall. That one was a crazy one. Like, I, I watched the first episode of this new season, and like, someone almost got him all the way over. And then, like, you know, then, yeah, like basically 10 minutes of like sweaty grunting later. Yeah. Uh, lactic acid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lactic all right. So, I want to kind of speed up through the last couple. As, is there anything else you want to bring? No, you guys are doing great. I think those were our big ones we wanted to cover. Is, let's do some some quick hits. So, as is there anything else you want to call out from this list, either uh, good or bad? Okay, uh, of just all the shows. Yeah. Uh, okay, so in don't it's like yeah, it's basically uh, shadow hosted by uh, by Deadpool, and then um, there's all Adam Scott, Ben Wyatt. Well, yeah, but then also the the VO though is like is Ryan Reynolds though. Like there's like a, on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a hat on top of a hat. Yeah, right. You don't need- hats <laughs> I hate the hats. When did you start feeling this way about Adam Scott? I don't. It's just that he's hamstrung by the fucking Deadpool off screen. It's- 
It's like such a rude thing to do to your coworker. I hate it. And then that makes that hat look tiny and like insufficient. And this big ugly hat full of like bad feathers that are not sustainably sourced is like on top of the tiny hat. I'm wondering, Sarah, can we just do I have no idea what you guys are talking about, just hat, so it's clear. A hat on top of the hat on top of the hat. We just need a third hat. So I think maybe you get like maybe Dame uh. Judy Dench to like do a commentary on like Deadpool. Uh, oh, no. And then it's like back to normal. The thing that I, I did feel throughout Don't was that like it had this sort of like winky uh, approach to game shows that I there was part of me that appreciated it and part of me that was just suspicious the whole time. And I yeah. think this hat problem is is why like there was just something about it that just felt unbalanced, imbalanced and like was just not it just like didn't sit right. And I, I like couldn't quite figure out what it was. But I think that's was- it. One thing with don't is that I don't think it likes its contestants. It's like all the challenges yeah. like structured to make fun of them in some way. And it's like, again, coming back to Holy Moly, like Holy Moly is about celebrating everyone, even though like they're getting and they're hitting them in the water. face. But like yeah, but yeah. everybody knows what they're signed up for, you know, yeah. but on don't it's sort of like it's got this weird sort of. I don't know, like the yeah. running man, like we're going to put these average people through something that'll stress them out and make them look dumb. Yeah. Well, and the, like, like, yeah. And the, the, all the episode titles, or at least for the episode we watched, I think we watched don't, don't Keep living at home or something. Uh, was yeah. It? Yeah. Um, and with that one, it was, it was definitely all about like, can you believe these kids still live with their parents in their twenties? And like, isn't this embarrassing mm. for them? And so, like, yeah. The, oh, I hate like, this. The entire construct is just like, maybe eventually they'll move out because they're such idiots. And like it's, it's just mean. It's very yeah. like dark holes of the internet snark that I was hoping we were kind of leaving behind in some aspects of our entertainment. And I feel like that's sort of Ryan Reynolds brand right now because of Deadpool, however you want to feel yeah. about that. And they push that so hard in the show. Like the tagline that everyone's just been like making fun of is like from the twisted mind of Ryan Reynolds. But like, oh, if you wanted to host it, he should have hosted it. I, I can't get over the fact that like, it's a show with someone else hosting. He didn't want to bother to host it, but his name is all over it. And he's doing this like awful, mean-spirited MST3K like mockery of real life people over it. It just does feel like really dark in a way that I don't personally want out of my entertainment. And maybe some people do, but like, if I'm going to watch people shoot like balls at a people dressed as matches like i don't want to also make fun of those actors who are playing matches you know like yeah. i don't want to make fun yeah. of dad like shooting these balls at it i'm getting much more heated about this than i thought Sarah, I like right. that. <laughs> <laughs> well and just because i can't help myself to bring it back to holy moly i feel like you you have like the complete opposite of that which is like steph curry's involvement in holy moly which is hilarious and ridiculous and like mostly through voiceover, frankly, like he's primarily a cartoon character, but that like works because it's just sheer silliness and it's just like fun for the sake of fun. Yeah. And it's makes sense that they couldn't afford to have him over more often. Well, they had him on the whole first season. Yeah. That's what I was saying. He was there the whole first season. Now he's mostly a cartoon. So I assume he just is too busy or the shooting schedule didn't work or something. And they got got Long John Lovett instead, which is very, very funny. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, so yeah. he, they hadn't finished shooting his part when COVID started? What I bet happens is, like, he – they film all the competition stuff in the winter, but for all the sort of, like, set stuff where before it was um, Steph Curry, like, meeting all the contestants and, like, doing interview bits. They still do the interview bits, but that's something he could have clearly filmed in front of a green screen at home. 
it's like right. I think all the later stuff would have been done in like March, April, May. And because yeah. everything changed, like it, they just changed the structure of how that's executed. So I, just a couple more, uh, a couple quick things that I want to say, because I feel like nobody's watching these shows, but I just want to put in a couple of small shout outs. One is that uh, I, I think um, BattleBots is the greatest sports ever created. And I could talk Battle about BattleBots for, for, for a long time. Um, and the the reboot of BattleBots is the best version they've had. And oh, really? I, yeah, this this what, new couple of seasons are doing so, so well. Everybody's like me and watched the crap out of uh, old BattleBots. Yeah, so they've done a couple of reboots, um, and the new one. Basically, the main thing about it is just the tournament structure is really good to get a, a variety of bots fighting early, and then the actually like having good bots get to be in the right kind of a tournament. So you just like the length of the season is really really good. Um, also, the host, the current hosts are really solid. Um, not that the Comedy Central '90s hosts weren't kind of fun, but uh, th- like it's. It's a it's just a found its voice really well. But then because of COVID, this new season got shut down. They they film it late uh, for the summer release. So we don't get a new one of that right now, which is too bad. Um, other thing is, I do think uh, if you so I like American Ninja Warrior pretty OK. And so I watched Beastmaster, which is just Netflix copying American Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. And Beastmaster is pretty OK, too. It's the one main thing that they have. First of all, the the, the course looks a little like a snake. So it's a beast. That's fun. Um, but the main thing that they do is it's a bunch of different countries. So there's like a couple of runners, uh, Americans, a couple of, of people from Mexico, running oh, of course, yeah. a couple people yeah. from Japan. And so e- and then each of the countries represented has a different announcer pair announcing it in their language for the home Netflix version. So the same show filmed once is then done in all these different countries. And but then the announcers from the different countries, as their teams get eliminated, go hang out in the announcer booths with the teams that are still happening, and it's very fun. Yeah. So like the Australian announcers come hang out with the Mexican announcers and like have like celebrate with them as the Mexican players are doing really well because the Australians are gone, and it's just a delight. So that's the best part of that show. Well, that's um, just nice. Lastly, before we leave, oh, can sell I me on uh, ultimate. Wait, what? I want to give one in real fast before your last one. This I doing this episode made me think about it. Uh, it's a show called Hyperdrive on Netflix, and it's basically the Titan Games but with cars. It's like oh. a car-based stunt driving show uh, where like all these. It's it's similar to it's kind of like Beastmaster too, where it's like people from around the world with their like souped-up cars trying to do these like crazy, this very insane driving course. Uh, and it's similarly really watchable with a little bit of Fast and Furious thrown in. Interesting. That's kind of fun. Okay. Um, I just The last thing I wanted to get to for this before I do a couple of quick game things with you guys is just sell me on Ultimate Tag. So I only watched the first half of the episode and it was really uh, boring. So um, the first game is just tag and it's not super exciting. And the premise is that you have to outlast players, but the tagger just decides who's going out and then you... The, pursues you till you're done so there's not really a lot of opportunity to be good or bad at it yeah. but i did like that there's like the screecher but so so tell me the rest about alter so does it get weirder it does does it get more interesting? so the, the different tag competitions the different sub games um the first game that you watched is the most boring and it is one where it's it's one professional tagger who's usually like a parkour or like even competitive tag you know star or free running, whatever, so they can flip over obstacles and get to yeah. things really quickly versus athletic regular Joes. And it's basically 1v3, and one of the runners gets 
you know, sort of singled out by a tagger each time. And it's, it's, you know, that's, that's not very interesting. There are more crazy American gladiators, almost style competitions, um, including one where there's a dome 30 feet in the sky where you're sort of running through and around it and all this crazy Whoa. stuff. Um, the, Similar to American Gladiators, there are the the cast of professional taggers all have sort of fake costume and hairstyle based personalities, but <laughs> they're all fantastic at tag. Most of them are really really good. Um, I got turned on actually to the idea of competitive professional tag through YouTube. There, are, um, yeah, I've definitely seen clips of this before. This became a show, a full show. Yeah. And, and it can be very exciting. And actually, later in the competition, you get to see some of those types of skills showed off. So I, it's one where it's hosted by the three football Watt brothers who have all the personality of a cracker. Mm. Only um, football Watt brothers. The third one is just... A wild card. <laughs> what is he doing? We don't know. Wild card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three Watt brothers, two football, one not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So the hosts are horrible, but I do love a cast of weird professionals that have a hyper specific skill that you're kind of get to be impressed by week by week. And I mean, um, or you can just go to YouTube and watch the actual tag. Yeah. Whatever it's called. So after we watched an episode of Ultimate Tag, I then showed Tanya that crazy Tag, like European tag championship or whatever. And my 14 year old self had a crush on every single one of these, like boys with like messy <laughs> hair who are like, like we're lanky. My, yeah. My, I'm just a lanky boy. And in my player photo, my tongue is out. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. yeah it, it's fun. All right. I'm so, open to that. I don't know. I, I think it's, it's worth another, or it's worth watching a whole episode to see how you feel about it, Alex. But it's it's not near the quality of uh, even Titan games, but it's not near the quality of American Gladiators um, in terms of like polish and and finish and and the diversity of challenges. And I will okay. say, I think this is a, this is a an object lesson for all of our shows that like in sports, a bad host can really sink you. Like, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's such a huge portion of the show. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about, let me ask a couple quick questions on our way out. Then, um, the first question is, it seems like everyone who has an idea for a sport gets to do that sport on television. So it seems like they're just buying everything. So I would like you to pitch me a new sport that is not currently on television. And I would almost guarantee you'll get a Netflix deal out of it. What either, either a childhood game that you think you could make more extreme or, uh, any other, like just a spin on an other premise that's existed for a long time, or I'll even take a reboot of something that you've liked from as a kid, or you can just steal something from another country's television. So, what so, sport do you want us to see? Alex, so this, this was my, this was my thing. Uh, and it, I was that's the one I thought yeah. would be your thing. And I was wondering if we could do a small edition, can we each basically add in one element? So it's like kind of like a, a round Robin style, uh, group, group pitching basically. Or just free. We don't each yeah. have yeah, to let's add not, an let's element. Let's not do one each because it's too many of hosts, but yeah, each yeah. one of us, uh, like uh, for each idea, feel free to to- toss in toppers to make it better is that all right yeah totally good great um, uh, sure go ahead I'll, Chris. I'll you, you got something. an idea i just thought of while talking about this um mm-hmm. yeah so uh it's it's called uh two legs bad three legs better it's a three-legged race competition where um <laughs> you got similar to holy moly a series of wacky obstacles yeah uh, where pairs uh, of unlikely regular americans uh, have to race through and get the best time to capture some sort of, I don't know, let's say yeah. a, a month title, you know? So what I like about this already is the com- combination of 
ordinary Americans who don't know each other. So instead of bringing a team, you right. force together odd couple style pairings. I'll, I'll tag on top. So I want, I want, so this will be the main one, but I also want uh, two legs bad, three legs better with the stars. Um, so it sure. is a celebrity. You know what? No. Three legged racing no, with the no stars. Normal American, only C list celebrities. <laughs> Uh, I'm open to that. I, you know, it reminds me of like a like a fun picnic games. Sure. So I would be okay with you build up to the three legged race, but first you have to do like a a pie eating contest. Sure. And the celebrities have to pin a tail on a donkey oh when they're God. very dizzy. You have See? to make small talk with your partner's work friends. <laughs> you have yeah. to you have to remember one name of someone that you've been introduced to. <laughs> That's it. Just one name, and then you win. This game is so stressful. This okay. This inspired like what I was going to pitch after being inspired is what like Alex sort of added on. Like I think a field day TV show. Yeah. 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 Where it's like you have a team and it's not like a three-legged race or like an extreme three-legged race would be one of it, but it's just basically like, I don't know if everyone did this in elementary school, but every year, like we'd have a field day yeah. in May where it'd be like three-legged race, sack jump or sack like race. Kickball would be part of field day. So yeah. it'd be like, a version of that it's 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 essentially battle of the network stars but with crazier versions of the activities yeah and then obviously we want the the set design to be done like holy moly or floor is lava it's got to be a ridiculous picnic i i I thought it should just be like an only okay public park (laughs) (laughs) or it could be a thing like it's a three-legged obstacle race going through a picnic that's giant so it's like it's oh yes and it's a three-legged th- race with obstacles is so much more interesting. That's a great concept. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Maybe it'd be. It, it, I, I'd like that could be the whole show, or it could be a thing where like that's one competition, and everything is like extreme to that extent. Um, I, I like that a lot. Okay, here's my my thing that I, I thought of. Um, so we do heads up, seven up, with a classroom mm. full of half celebrities, half normal people. So one thing that when we watched, we didn't watch a whole episode of Game On, which is the sports show on CBS that my friend Ian Carmel is on, uh, but is not available on streaming anywhere unless you pay for the CBS All Access streaming, which I'm not doing. So we didn't actually watch a whole episode. We watched a few clips, and you have a one free trial Megan, on Amazon Prime if you want for seven days. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, one of the uh, I didn't want to, I didn't bother for this, but um, we watched a few clips from YouTube, and one thing that Megan pointed out was that. She thought it was cool that Ian Carmel got to hang out with Venus Williams. And so the idea of normal people with celebrities is a very fun crossover type thing. Sure. So heads up, seven up, just a classroom, half celebrities, half real people. And then whoever's it has to touch seven thumbs. And can they guess who it was? And you'll be like, I, would say, I think that was DJ's thumb. It was so there, big. Are there many challenges with which you are either rewarded or punished with either ridiculous or silent shoes? <laughs> Yeah, that's such a if you if you answer a certain number of trivia questions or you complete a physical challenge, you get to know who's wearing red shoes. Right. And it becomes sort of like a heads up seven up meets guess who. A situation. little guess who aspect too. <laughs> well, I also like the idea. Like- Go ahead, Tanya. Oh, I was just gonna say it's all school themed. So like you have to like get you have to do like a random roll call, and if you pronounce all the names correctly, then you like oh, substitute teacher roll call. I also That's like the idea. idea of this heads up seven up where somehow you get everyone in the room and they haven't seen anyone else. So like everyone pops up and they're like, oh my gosh, Kim Jong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very funny reveal too. I like it. Anybody else have a game show idea? 
I have one that I've been noodling on now. Uh, this is called the Dignity Games, and basically, it's sort of like it's kind of flipping like what we have on on our on its head. So everyone is trying to make a fool of themselves, but the games are kind of rigged to make it really, really like like it. Everyone comes off looking really good. So like they're basically there's like a pie stuck to the wall. You're trying to like to hit yourself with it, but accidentally when you like you pull on it, it um it just like donates like a hundred dollars like a charity. <laughs> And the the announcers are just purely complimenting you on things from your real life that you do well. Exactly. Yeah. No. Everyone's just like really, really making, bringing you up, and just everyone's just really, really proud of you. And so, like, whoever is you know uh, disgraces themselves the most throughout the games, they win. But it's really tough to do. Like you. Everyone, yeah. You're tr- so you're trying to be the black sheep of a family, and everyone in the family loves you and supports you no matter what you do. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Basically, you are making friends without trying to. Is kind of how I'm seeing this game. Everyone is like, I'm not here to make friends. And everyone else is like, but you did, buddy. It happened. We're so happy to meet you. I was just thinking you could have a game called Getting Away With It, which is basically like adults trying to uh, successfully do all the things that they like weren't allowed to do as kids and like a gigantic like living room and kitchen setup. So like it's like get a snack without mom finding out, like (laughs) have like an intense like you have a a round called like wrestle where you like fight on the floor without making enough noise to like let anyone know that you're totally fighting. You have to watch a rated R movie, but so quietly that your parents don't wake up. You have to like, but it's like there's a giant tv remote and you have to like hop up and down on the volume enough to like turn it down fast enough that nobody knows that you're watching a rated r movie oh my or, like, god like a, you've got like a baby monitor but on your parents yes, yes exactly and like every time the adult comes into the room you have to like pick up a gigantic pencil and pretend to be doing your homework yeah you know <laughs> oh yeah the rapid switching between comic book and school book yeah that's uh, funny another idea like one thing i would really like is like I like an idea of like a cat and mouse game where I'm just imagining this like crazy set where like one person's the cat and one person's the mouse and like <laughs> it's like a living room. So like you're in the living room, everything's oh, big yeah. and like you see it. But if you like look inside the couch, there's like the couch is hollow and the mouse can like be inside, but the cat doesn't know. So it's the idea is like you want to like try and get from one point to the other. And the cat doesn't know there's like all these other like secret tunnels, but you do have to expose yourself to get between like the different entrances. Instead of cat, let's just say the tagging cast of Ultimate Tag. Just flipping around. (laughs) It's something like that, but like it's key. They'd have to be like regular people because it'd be someone who doesn't know this space getting in it for the first time. So they don't know where all the holes are. And then I think the key to this is just gigantic living room. Just anything where you are in a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids style set is very fun to me. Yeah, uh, I like that. I just I like, like that. the idea. one side and the other side has lots of other things, but uh, I don't know. Um, and then there's a there's a special episode where all the cats are away and the mice play. Yeah, it's a nice time. It's just a battle of the bands. <laughs> Hosted by Ken John. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is pretty solid. I think I think probably any one of these would go on Netflix. How about um, a bottle of the bands where it's just like sort of like they're they're trying to. They're, uh, homebrew beer, I guess, is like, but it's like, it's like, it's it's famous bands that are now trying. Pilots. To... <laughs> no, it's bands reenacting bottle episodes from classic television. <laughs> oh, I like that too. I do feel like we're working backwards from the name, but we have some concepts I like. I definitely want to see Two and a Half Men do Fly from Breaking Bad. <laughs> uh so of these shows, last question for you guys on our way out, um, of these shows that we have created or ones that actually exist, which show would you like to be on and why? This one's going to go for everybody. Oh, so let's Lord. start in Brooklyn. What show 
and you you don't have to be as a team. It doesn't have to be as a team. You guys could be separate, but it, you could also work together as a team. What show would you like to be on? Tanya. Oh, I feel like you have an answer. I certainly do not. Um, I think Ultimate Tag or or some sort of like runny run around. You know, yeah, you've, you've got probably uh, the the best cutting ability as a like a running cutting type person yeah, I, in our group. Fun. I I like the I like the phony sports as well. I mean, I think Holy Moly would be super fun to to be on. Yeah, yeah I, I can't, think that's where I have the best um, chance of not being on for very long and also not making a total ass of myself. <laughs> But well, you know, so I guess I guess maybe a slight modification would be that if it was like uh, Titan Games, you would be against somebody of similar ability. So oh, that it wouldn't okay. Be, I'm not good at getting hurt, so I think it would still not be. For <laughs> yeah, me. Titan Games, American Ninja Warrior, all the stuff that are basically like CrossFit or parkour based. I'm I'm not that into. Um, but actually, Flores Lava looks pretty fun. Flores Lava looks injury. heck of fun. I think I would enjoy that a lot. And I think I would be less injury prone than the people on it. I definitely know not to go to knees that quickly. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I can see that. Tanya, what do you want to do? Uh, you, actually, you know what? I forgot about Flores Lava because I didn't like it. So, <laughs> But I think, I think I could probably handle Flores Lava. That seems, that seems like a good choice. As and Sarah, what what game would you guys enjoy? So or Sarah is like uh, quarantining herself uh, in the backyard with the kids right now, uh, and I texted her. She said, "None. I hate these shows." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sarah, we didn't get to have your perspective. We would so love sorry. to. Mm-hmm. Like these shows are pretty hateable. Let's yeah, yeah for sure. It's all pretty crappy. Yeah. Well, I, not Holy Moly. Holy Moly is Holy Moly. I like Holy Moly for real. T- television Critic Award nominated TV show. <laughs> Um, I, I then, I then said like can be made up ones also, uh, and she said pack your mics. Um, I think she wants is looking forward to a, a return to form. Uh, okay, all think, right. Uh, but but I, I would say for mine, uh, like I don't know, I'd like if the dignity games goes the way I'd hope it would, like I feel like it'd be a good boost of confidence for everyone. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think that's that's like. I, I can see you trying really hard to embarrass yourself on a show and it not working. That's a very yeah. fun, frustrating. Oh, just kind of basking it. You know, either way, it wins. Like right, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, also that 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 Jedi one looks super cool, guys. Uh, oh yeah, the Jedi one's a new addition. That's definitely fun. I would still yeah. want to. I would still go back and be on Legends of the Hidden Temple if that was an option. Guts. Oh man. Or guts. I would definitely have done guts at the time. Yeah, these would all be pretty fun. Um, Sarah and Kyle, what do you got? Well, this is really a question for Kyle because I am not athletic and I'm very easily flustered and I take things very personally. So whichever one of these we choose, Kyle is carrying me both literally and metaphorically. (laughs) What about what about the sports show where you go to a villa in Majorca for six weeks? Oh, my God. I would be everyone's friend on Love Island. I would get involved with no one and I would just (laughs) sit in the kitchen and eat snacks. And whenever it's a gossip, you'd make so many toasties. Oh, I'd make toasties for everyone and like buy their friendship so they could tell me what's happening. All right. I'll give you that. That's fair. Island, I love it. Yeah, you can have Friend Island. (laughs) Uh, I think if we're, I think the Jedi Temple show is the only one that I could like actually enjoy because I don't think it, I'd love to do Holy Moly, but I'm not good enough at actual mini golf where I f- I'd fear I'd embarrass myself really bad. But your Star Wars knowledge is on point. Oh, so on point. Yes. Um, at Megan, what would you do? I think I could win the Dignity Games. 
<laughs> quiet, quiet statement. Very serious face. Yeah, I think so. I think you have won so far by not stooping yourself to the level of enjoying a lot of these crappy shows. Also, I just realized this doesn't really count as sports, but there really should be a show called Here to Make Friends, where it's yeah. just like a Would friend definitely watch challenge. That. Like, how is that not already a show? The Circle was kind of here to make friends, but with social distancing. Yeah. Well, that's true. I guess that's, a, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it should, but you should actually do something called that. It's such a, a, a great name for it. Um, Layup. I would certainly, let's see. I mean, so the worst thing I would definitely be would be like the American Gladiators or Titan Gear or something like that. Like, when I went to watch American Gladiators get taped, there was like a, uh, or not, not American Gladiators, American Ninja Warrior. There was like a a little mini set you could play on that was like designed to be easy for children to do, and I couldn't even do the first thing. Like, oh, and no. the the person was like, there was like an assistant from the you know PA or whatever was like timing you going through the course. Oh no! And she was like, it was like a long line, and I get to the front and I get on the thing and I fall off, and she goes, "Do you want to go again?" And I was like, "Nah, probably not." <laughs> uh, upper oh. body strength is not my thing. Um, but I'll, I would, and obviously Holy Molly would be great, and I am pretty good at mini golf and would enjoy that very much. But I would be willing to do Wipeout. <gasps> I would be willing to just get hit by something and knocked into the water because it looks, because like I like an obstacle course that seems super fun and goofy. I, um, I, I want to change my answer to Wipeout too. I forgot that Wipeout was on the table. I could, I think I could do pretty good at Wipeout because for all my physical limitations, I'm a good swimmer. So I just get yeah. rocked and then like swim to the end of the obstacle. It's a huge advantage because you had like that's just a timed overall thing. So if everyone's getting knocked in the water, getting out of the water fast is a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. Also, I like that where no one gets out, like no one doesn't go in the mud. So I would feel like not that embarrassed about going in the mud. Um, the one thing about uh, Wipeout is that when it first came out, I don't know if you. Do you remember this, Megan? There was like a Slate article about it and had a video of Wipeout getting filmed before they did any of the post-production. So there was no announcers, no sound effects, no music. And it was just a field in Irvine in the middle of the day with just people getting knocked into the water for no apparent reason. It's so apocalyptic and creepy. <laughs> like without people having fun laughing at it, you're just like, these Poor humans are getting destroyed by a giant robot obstacle course for no reason. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, so I'd like to just like go with your improv friends and go get knocked in the water a few times. That seems like a really good time. I think that's a business idea. Just like wipe out the bar. And it's like, who needs oh, yeah, bar? yeah. No, let's not toss alcohol well, in the mix. No, it's just like a place where you get, take, get a few beers, put on a bathing suit and like get rocked by some like giant. Rubber I mean, the water would have a lot of puke in it, probably. Ew. But yeah, true. <laughs> nah, very true. Nah, this but this is like, a good way to do the social thing. distancing thing, though, right? Like if it's only one person on the obstacle course at a time, like That's no true. one's sticking around. It's all open air. Like this is not yeah, the worst outside. idea that I've heard yet. I'd rather do a wipeout themed bar than an axe throwing bar. And I really want to go to an axe throwing bar. <laughs> oh, that's an important caveat there. I did not understand. Yeah, I, uh, yeah there's so many new where it's like. Bar. Sorry, go ahead, Tanya. Oh, no, sorry. I was just saying, as a person who's been to an axe throwing bar, I just, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this is just such a deeply terrible idea. And I hate all the waivers I signed. And I want to leave. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think the worst thing I've done was a football bowling bar. Where it's like bowling pins set up, but you throw a football at them instead of bowling, and it's a bar. I don't like that. And it's ba- 
it's too hard. It's just like, no, I was looking around. Even the people who are like great athletes, no one was doing well at the game. And it was clearly like a game the two dudes played in their backyard and were like, people will love this. And then they do not. Um, but there's also a miniature golf bar in Portland now. So I like I like this idea of just throwing a bar into it and trying to make money that way. Not now, but um, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to go, I guess, drink some beers and get knocked in the water. Huh? That sounds fun. Good way to spend the day. Um, yeah, see you in Seattle. <laughs> thank you guys so much for hanging out and talking about this. This has been really fun. Uh, I, I am glad to find so many uh, new shows to watch that are terrible and also some like-minded opinions. Um, you've convinced me to watch Tag more. I'm going to get deeper into Tag oh, yeah, and maybe yeah, come I, back to the I Titan games. Try it. It's not as it's not nearly as good as American Gladiators, but there's some fun there. Man, American Gladiators was so fun. Um, uh, also, I, yeah, I like I watched first season of Holy Moly and I loved it, and I kind of forgot that it was back, and so I'm really oh. I watched one for for this, and I'm so excited to get to go watch the rest of them. Oh, good. Treasure them; they are good. <laughs> <I would. laughs> um, but we're gonna cut next week. We're gonna all get together again. Maybe it'll be a little better for Sarah and Megan because we're gonna watch something that you guys have actually seen. Um, but next week we're gonna talk about season ten, episode one of Top Chef. We're going to Seattle. Actually, I believe we don't go to Seattle next week. I, I believe the first episode is the pre-Seattle episode where you have to cook into the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, the old cook-in. Yeah, it's, the, it's like make a salad for Tom or an omelet for Eric Repair or whatever it was. Oh, I mean, why have that in the city where it's based? It's not like <laughs> the city early to go to Alaska. I do remember liking that thing though um but yeah let's so so everybody join us watch along thanks for hanging out with this bonus episode um you can send us feedback about episode season 10 episode one at um uh, mailbag at pack your mics com, and we will look forward to chatting with you guys about that um chris um yeah. hey if you could just um pack up your um onesie and <laughs> and go that would be great oh sure um, and it is ours technically, so please wash it and return it to wardrobe. Mm, need a UPS return label, then we're good. Not prepaid. Dang it. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for being here, Chris and Tanya. It's great talking to you guys. Bet. Woohoo. As and Sarah, well, mostly as. Yep. Say hi to Sarah for us. And uh, Sarah and Kyle, thanks for suggesting this episode, Kyle. And thanks for, for hanging out. Hey. We're swimming away right now in a cold water feature. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At one point in the lava show, he said that it was really hot, and I just don't buy that they actually heated that water. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing I will give that show, or I guess the second thing, besides the the design, the one thing I will give that show is that they never call it water. They are committed to referring to it as lava every time they mention it, when it's clearly not. Yes. And that I appreciate. Megan, thanks for hanging out. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Take care. Goodbye.